hello, and welcome to a special episode of FW Presents, the anthology show of the Fire and Water Podcast Network. In this episode, we are going paperless and leaving our floppies behind. Always a good idea to avoid being floppy, by the way, uh, as we're going to discuss the DC Universe Infinite app. I'm one of your hosts today, the Irredeemable Shag. Along with me is my cyber friend from down under, Mr. Paul Hicks. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, Shag. Finally talking to you. You know, it seems it's been a while and longer than I expected. <laughs> What, what what could you possibly mean, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, an hour and a quarter ago, I was ready and I was on schedule. And you know, I think you tw- less than 24 hours ago, you asked me whether I'd be ready on time. And I said, yes, I would. And yeah, I, I just sat there looking at an empty Zoom screen going, what's going on? And then I thought, hmm, I might message Shag. And I startled you from a, a evening relaxation. <laughs> yes, I was enjoying watching the West Wing with my wife and realized I'm supposed to be recording a podcast right now. So I am terribly sorry to you and all of the world for that. I think in uh, 16 plus years of podcasting, I have never screwed up this bad. So I am horribly embarrassed. Anyway. We've all done it. We've all done it. Really? Well, then I'm going to call Rob on that one. Perfect. All right. So (laughs) we're going to talk about the DC Universe Infinite app. I have the hardest time saying that, by the way. Like DC Universe rolls off the tongue. DC Universe Infinite? It's like I, I stutter over that. Is that just me? No, it, it, because they changed the name, I like calling it DC Infinite, just sounds better. Mm. But I have discovered when you talk to people and say, I'm looking at DC Infinite, they go, what's that? And so it doesn't mean anything to anyone. And it didn't mean anything when it's called DC Universe. So, uh, you know, I think it, it gets confusing because there's that, you know, DC Universe online game system as well. Right, yeah. They, they sh- I feel like they should just gone with Unlimited. Because, I mean, Marvel Unlimited, Comixology Unlimited, I mean, that is sort of like the industry standard. But, oh, well. Yeah, it'd be the one of the rare times that DC steals an ID from Marvel. So. <laughs> so how long have you had the service? Um, I actually got it late last year, so probably around October, I'm guessing, or November, because I needed to uh, podcast about Convergence, and I wasn't prepared to spend, you know, $90 on Comixology to get what I needed to read. <laughs> That's fair. That's actually a very good reason. I signed up personally, myself, uh, just over two years ago, at least at the time of this recording, I signed up in April 2019, because DC Universe, when it first came out, I don't know if you remember, they were promoting that they had a, a limited number of comics. They only had like 1,500 comics or something like that. It was a curated collection of comics. I'm like, I don't want a curated collection of comics. I don't want to read the comics you tell me to read when you want me to read them. So I didn't yeah. sign up. And then when they loaded everything, uh, all 25,000 or whatever, I'm like, okay, I'm in. And I did it then. Uh, so that's when I signed up. So it's just been over two years and I, I just started my third year. And I'm pretty excited about it. I'm really, really enjoying the service. How, how do you read it? Like, what's your primary consumption device? Like a tablet, a phone, a computer, a TV, whatever. I've got an iPad, uh, which I use, and yeah, it's a fairly new one, so it's pretty fast and good and just, you know, load things up. As I, I don't preload anything. I just read them as they are. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when I got on, they had already made the changes to the platform, so they'd done away with all the TV and movie content. Well, yeah, was that ever a draw for you? At first, no. Uh, and that's a good distinction. Because, yeah, so for those of you who don't, at home don't know, all the TV stuff used to be on here. Hundreds of TV shows, original content, the original Swamp Thing show, the original Titan show. Gosh, what else? The Harlequin, all that stuff that's now over on HBO Max. And originally, all I cared about was the comics. Because I was a Marvel Universe, I'm sorry, Marvel Unlimited subscriber for years. Still am. And I was like, if DC would do it, I would pay double. I don't care. I want it. I want it. I want it. So they finally did it. And the, the as far as I was concerned, the TV 
TV stuff was just like icing on the cake. And so I decided to watch a couple of shows. I didn't care that much, like whatever. And then I found that I loved almost all of the DC original content, with the exception of one. <clears throat> I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's called Doom Patrol. It just wasn't my cup of tea. But the rest of it, I was all in on. And uh, so I absolutely loved the, the the video content. I actually went in to watch Harlequin because uh, so many people had told me I needed to watch Harlequin. And I'm like, I don't like Harlequin. I don't care. And finally, uh, we have a little burrito place here in my in my town. I went to the burrito place, and the girl at the burrito place told me to watch Harlequin. I'm like, fine. <laughs> you know, if, if this many people are telling me, and I freaking love that show. It is hilarious. So when they took all that away, I was a little heartbroken. It didn't stop me, though, because, again, I originally came for the comics, and that's what I'm here for. But it, it did make me a little sad. We had a different problem in Australia because uh, we never had DC Universe. Well, I guess we've got to talk about that. Yeah, we, yeah we do. You still don't have it, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we still don't have that service. So when it was coming out in America and I was hearing about it, it was like, oh, I really want to read the comics. But all the TV shows, one by one, made their way to other platforms in Australia. So, you know, we had them on the uh, Foxtel, and we had them on uh, Amazon and Netflix and things like that popping up here. So it wasn't a big deal. And I think uh, there's actually an advantage being in Australia not having things like the CBS streamer and all that because those shows show up anyway. So you don't right, worry about right. where you're going to get your Star Trek from or your DC Universe because they'll all appear eventually. Yeah, I, I hear that about other countries where, yeah, they, it'll show up on their existing streaming platform because, I mean, they know there's not as much of a demand as there is over yeah. here for it necessarily. Now, to yeah. answer the, and thanks for asking uh, how I, I consume it. I appreciate you, you know throwing the question back at me <clears throat> i uh, don't have an ipad i'm super cheap so i waited till amazon was having one of those big sales and i bought a kindle fire a 10 inch kindle fire which is just about the size of an ipad and so i got that and dc universe the app wasn't on the kindle fire so i had to actually sideload the google play store but it it's a great little device for reading comics on so in fact with my i i'm just going to brag for a minute because i love the way i had this thing set up so i've got my marvel unlimited i've got my dc unlimited i've got my netflix and amazon prime and hulu and all these comics reading services and uh, everything you can think of and book reading all this stuff on here and not a single communication thing in here no texting no facebook no twitter no email nothing on this tablet so when i get on this tablet i am disconnected from the world and i get to just focus on what i'm doing no distractions and i absolutely love that and i got it i think i got it like 50 bucks or something again one of those amazon big 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 sales so uh if you if you don't want to be rich like paul and buy an ipad uh the <laughs> kindle fire is a great way to go 10 inch beautiful option yeah well this is probably a, a good moment to chime in that i can't use the app so i have to do it all through the web um really Really? Oh. I can't get onto the US app stores and uh, download the app. I mean, as soon as I find the app, it says it's not available in your country. And no matter what I do, I can't change my account to uh, America to get it. So, Not even yeah. like a sideloading kind of thing? Oh, I guess you no. can't do that with an iPad, can you? No. So basically, I have a VPN. I've got it connected to my uh, iPad, and I tell the iPad that it's American, and that allows me to uh, – well, it allowed me to sign up for the service and access it, but only through uh, uh, the web browser. So, When you tell it it's American, does it just get stupider and look for guns or anything? <laughs> it just starts uh, shouting a lot at me. Um, <laughs> 
So I'm going to make the world's most awkward segue and say, <laughs> as we talk about the DC Universe digital app, this is the time where we need to thank our sponsors, the folks that do printed <laughs> comic books. So, folks, this episode of FW Presents is sponsored in part by InStockTrades.com. InStockTrades is your best online source for trades, hardcovers, and other collected editions, all for up to 42% off with free shipping for orders of $50 or more. Now, you might be wondering, why on earth are we talking about physical comics on a virtual digital comic discussion? Well, I here you go. This is the perfect example. This is a trade paperback that I'm covering today called DC Through the 80s, The Experiments Hardcover. And I'm, I picked this one specifically because it reprints DC Comics, some of which are not on the DC Universe app, because not everything is there. So this is a really interesting collection. Uh, again, all the 1980s comics curated by Paul Levitz himself, and it, it touches on all kinds, uh, just like Secret Origins and Swamp Thing and Doom Patrol, all like one issue. Doom Patrol, Legion of Superheroes, Nathaniel Dusk, which, by the way, I did not know was on the Infinite app, but it is. Infinity Inc., mm-hmm. New Teen Titans, anyway, a lot of stuff. But then some stuff that's not. Like uh, an issue of Sandman, uh, Watchmen, which I th- didn't know was not on the app, Warlord, uh, Angel Love. So altogether, it's 504 pages, this giant, giant, giant thing. The covers by Dick Giordano and Gene Colan. Again, it's, uh, it's just like a super awesome taste test of really uh, bizarre, acclaimed, and innovative ideas from the 1980s. It normally retails for forty nine ninety nine because it's a hardcover. And again, 504 pages. Oh, my gosh. And so you can get it for 42% off right now, so it's only $28.99. Again, some really good examples of stuff that you can't find on the app. What'd you pick, Paul? Well, you didn't even ask me if, if I have a pick. Ah, well, I assumed you're a good podcaster, and right now I owe you All a right. huge favor for being late. <laughs> yeah, I went with a little comic called Deceased the Unkillables, mm. which is a hardcover. So it's the second of the Deceased miniseries. There's only three issues. It Regular price is $24.99, and in stock trades, we'll give it to you for fourteen forty nine, and that's for the hardcover. Uh, it's written by Australia's own Tom Taylor, who we love dearly and we're very, very proud of that he's taking over the world of comics bit by bit. Uh, and it's got fabulous art by Carl Mostert, who is, he's like the next Frank Quietly. It's like, oh, I think okay. I like him a little little better than Frank Quietly. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, this is, I mean, I've read all the deceased stories and a lot, a lot of you are going, yeah, zombies, uh, grimdark, edgelord stuff. It, it isn't. It's beautiful DC Universe characterization of people you love and it's putting those characters into really dire situations and making them shine and giving them really heroic moments and things like that so mm, it's fantastic and i really recommend it and this one is about pretty much a bunch of villains who for one reason or another can't get killed easily so they don't become zombies and they end up doing heroic things to save a whole bunch of kids which is just a beautiful story and uh, it's got the creeper in it it's got lots of weird characters bane is one of the main ones Deathstroke, who else? Red Red Hood. Hmm. Um, And it has one of the best reveals of a character who's hiding in plain sight the entire time. And when that character appears, you you are gobsmacked. You're like, I did not see that coming. And that is brilliant. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So you obviously haven't read it, have you? No. And we're going to talk about that. The differences between you and I as readers as far as current stuff versus (laughs) old stuff. So this is a good uh, kicking off point. So go ahead. Finish up there. Okay. So yeah. Hardcover, Deceased, 
Bulls 1449, in-stock trades. That's my pick. That's awesome. So, folks, please go out to InStockTrades.com, tell them the Fire and Water Podcast Network sent you, and go out there and save some money. We also need to thank you folks at home for your Patreon support, because running the Fire and Water Podcast Network with so many shows and online hosting and fees and things like that, it gets pricey. And when we launched the Patreon, we asked for a little bit of help, and you guys really stepped up. So if you're enjoying shows like this, the best way to support the network is by visiting our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash fwpodcast, and consider supporting the network. Uh, and in certain sponsorship tiers, you get mentioned on your favorite Fire and Water shows. Just like these folks, our thanks to David Ace Gutierrez, Gord Tolden, and a very special thanks to Chris Lewis, who we're going to mention in just a minute. And again, visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash fwpodcast. All right, folks, we are going to take a quick podcast promo break, and when we come back, we are going to discuss DC Universe Infinite. Hello, Paul. Hello. I am Dr. Helfenstaffner. Come in, come in, please. Take a seat. Take a seat. What can I do for you today? I uh, just, I just, I'm, I can't sleep. I, I, I can't focus on anything. The only thing I can think about is like DC events. DC events? As in the comic books? DC events? Yes, yes. The comic book events. Ooh, interesting. Uh, are we we talking things like Crisis on Infinite Earths? Yeah, yeah, totally. That one, yeah. Uh, Infinite Crisis? Yeah, yeah, that one too. Oh, very, very... Invasion, maybe? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, the, uh, the Genesis? Uh, not so much. No? Oh. Okay, well, I think it's really good if you talk about things that are troubling you in your life so maybe you should do a podcast about this obsession what 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 do you call this obsession what do you think it is i think you're a unique case i've not seen anything like this before in my office i'm going to suggest that you have what we call dc ocd what DC OCD. You are obsessive and compulsive about your DC events. I think you should talk it out, get it out of your system via a podcast. I will help you, my friend. We shall do a podcast together about your DC OCD. Oh, okay. When I won't even start? charge you for it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I don't think I can claim you on benefits. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it's good. When should we start? Um, I'll get back to you on that. I'll check my I'll check my timetable. <laughs> cool. So, Paul, part of what brought this whole episode together was two things. One was you simply messaging me saying, hey, do you want to talk about the DC Universe app? The second thing was a message I got from Dr. Chris Lewis, where he mentioned, he said, in the, I'm going to read directly here, in the summer, the rest of the world outside of the United States will get access to the DC Universe comic app. Would you please share slash discuss some of the hidden gems that you discovered through the app library and give the rest of us an idea what to expect? What a great idea. So, Doctor, thank you, Dr. Lewis. That's a fantastic idea. But he says in there that in the summer, the, everyone else is going to get access to the app. Well, here we are sitting in the summer, and unless some news is broken between the time Paul and I are recording this and when this comes out, I don't think there's any news on that. Have you heard anything yet, Paul? Well, it's, uh, it's winter here, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard a thing, actually. Uh, that, that was announced, I believe, when was it the AT&T changes took place and they removed all the content, the you know TV video content. Yeah. Yes, it's when they rebranded. Yeah, yeah, they said they're doing this so they can spread it to the rest of the world without you know the copyright problems, which I guess made sense if you've sold all your shows to Netflix and Foxtel. But 
yeah, I haven't heard a single thing about that since. And as you can see, I didn't wait. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so uh, I didn't trust them. So yeah, if you if you are like me and you don't want to wait, and there's no announcement now, so who knows? You can just get a VPN and get a PayPal account if you don't already have one, and just uh, subscribe to it, and then watch it through your VPN, and then you can read all the comics you want. I like okay. how you're whispering. <laughs> That way the feds won't catch you if you whisper. <laughs> well, I don't believe it's illegal. I don't think I have broken any laws. I, you know, all I have done is subscribe to a service. Like I'm paying for the service exactly the same you guys are. Right. Yeah. But I'm doing it through a VPN that pretends that I'm in America somehow. So <laughs> I'm sorry that you have to do that. <laughs> well, I don't regret it one bit. It's been fantastic. So I absolutely love it too. It's been great. Now, real, real quick, just if you're not already subscribing and maybe this is your preview to figure out whether you want to or not. Here's how they promote it. Here's what you get in the promo material, the benefits of membership. For $75 a year annually, uh, th- you get access to all these services. And if you're not sure, you can always take a seven-day trial. You get access to 25,000-plus comics, which uh, is all DC. It includes some Vertigo, some DC Black Label, some Milestone Media, stuff like that. They also say – now, again, this is the promo material. They say you get exclusive DC Universe Infinite Originals. Now, Paul, I don't know. Maybe you can back me up here. I've only noticed three originals at all since this thing started. There was a Let Them Live, Unpublished Tales from the DC Vault, which was like a six-issue miniseries where Ambush Bug would basically introduce a story they found in a drawer. Then there, which was kind of fun, by the way. Then there was director's cut bonus box for Joker's Presents a Puzzle Box. So it was basically just director's notes for something that was already out. And then there's something out right now, at least at the time of this recording, called Batman Fortnite Zero Point, which is basically mm-hmm. a comic about Fortnite and Batman teaming up. And they're releasing it as the same day as the physical copy on, on the app. Plus, you get some digital codes for some Fortnite digital items if you play the game. Yep. Those are the only exclusive items I'm aware of. Is there anything you're aware of? No, but I think that, I mean, there is a bit of digital first stuff. The The director's cut of Joker presents a puzzle box. I've actually, the actual comic is up. So, you know. Oh, okay. You get the whole thing then. You can keep reading that. And I think there's a few other things that have jumped the gun, like the uh, new Milestone stuff is going up the same day. Okay. So it's so it's same day. It's not exclusive to the app, yeah. but it's same day. Okay. All right. Yeah. But, I mean, let me just talk about Batman Fortnite. So uh, Fortnite is... <laughs> <laughs> Fortnite is an online game that the kids love. Yes. Um, yeah, they, they really love it. And I have been reading it online. And every time I read it, they send me an email with a code. And I have sold every single one of those codes for over $10. So. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so you're paying for your service. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. So, um, yeah, the the kids the kids love it, and they want the codes because if there's six issues, and if you get all six codes from those six issues, then you get a seventh code, which gives you an exclusive Batman skin for the game. And yeah, people are mad for them. Like I, I've been talking to my LCS guy, and he said no one ordered the comics of this because they all thought it was stupid. Right. Um, and then they had an influx of people that never heard of coming to the store saying, "We need the codes. We need the codes." And they had a lot of people. Literally, they had mums coming in buying the comic and then taking a photo of the code and leaving the comic in the store oh my gosh wow that is I mean, hey you know whatever sells i guess but good for them yeah, yeah. those codes are valid till 2025 so um you know if you if you like playing Fortnite, or even if you don't there there's a bonus there and and on top of that the comic is actually pretty good it's um written by christos gage and it, oh it's quite intriguing i'm quite enjoyed it you know it's it's one of those it's like injustice no one's expected it to be good and then it turned out to be pretty good so i, I gotta definitely compliment you on your ingenuity sir and your uh, entrepreneurship that's very good so <laughs> 
uh, other benefits. The latest releases that DC publishes, they are available six months after the print release. So after they're published on the shelves, you get them on the app six months later. The digital first releases, uh, which are stuff that comes out, I guess, through Comixology and DC apps and stuff like that, those are available three months after release. And then finally, the, the thing they claim is exclusive access to DC fan events. And the only one I know if they did fandom, maybe once or twice, I'm not entirely sure. I couldn't think of any other exclusive events, but I know there was a lot of like exclusive content for fandom. Yeah, there were access to panels and things, but I think it was the same online, but I wasn't on the app at that time. But there is another fandom coming up in November, I believe. So Okay. Well, I will tell you, folks, of all those benefits and stuff like that, the big seller is the 25,000 plus comics. I mean, it's that's what you're yeah. paying for membership. The other stuff is just kind of perks or whatever. Uh, and they're trying to fill a hole because they took away all the video stuff, but it's worth it for the 25,000 comics. I mean, easy it is. And, um, yeah. and we'll talk about that in just a minute, but wow, it's it's absolutely worth it. So let's uh, we're going to get into like the the apps and some of like how it works and some of the cool features and maybe some stuff that could room for improvement but first let's just talk about again why we're really here because you and i want to read a ton of comics without getting off the couch i think is what it boils down to is that fair to say um it's also availability thing like there's a lot of comics i want to read that i just can't get my hands on Mm. uh, without hoping that dc collect them into a hardcover or you know softcover at some point and you know then i have to hope that i have the money at the same time and it's not competing with the other things I want to buy at the same time. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff I've always wanted to read, but I don't own and I can't go and find it in a comic shop anywhere because we don't have the depth of back issues that you guys have. So, yeah, that's that's the the main thing for me. Yeah, and availability, that's, you're absolutely right. That's a great point because I've read a ton of stuff that I don't own already. I tend to read stuff that I do own, but it's great either way. So, and this is where that conversation earlier I mentioned I, I wanted to have, which was Paul reads a ton of new comics. Paul is a good Samaritan to the comic book industry. You are continuing to support the industry. And for me, I have given up on new comics almost entirely. Like, I get Doctor Who, and I, if they ever come out with it, I will get the next JSA ongoing series or, or Stargirl series. That's going to be it. So, right now, I'm not supporting DC Comics. I want to. I buy the occasional trade paperback, but not that many. And so, this is a way that I am still continuing to give money to DC every, every year. They're getting a chunk of money from me. And I'm still enjoying my DC Comics because I spend almost exclusively reading stuff I've probably already read. Um, my list of stuff that I hadn't read is a lot smaller than I thought it would have been. But, you know, I get a hankering for one to read something that I read 30 years ago that I don't remember anything about, and I, I, it's right there at my fingertips. So what we're going to do is let's talk a little bit about the reading interface itself, and then let's get into like some favorites we've read. So uh, the, the, the reading interface is uh, you can read it as a full-page comic um, on your computer. I don't know. How does that work for you? Do you, you can also read a panel by panel. Do you prefer to read panel by panel or full page? Um, I prefer to read full page. I, I find the panel by panel uh, clunky. One of the things I don't like is, um, and it's a, something that Comixology does, is if you read panel by panel, you can set it so when it gets to the end of the page, you see the page in its entirety before you go into the next panel. Um, I really like that, and it doesn't do it. And I, I do like to see the entire page at some point. So I wear glasses. That's my main thing. <laughs> and, I, and I could just physically, you know, 
know, I can, you know, put two fingers on the screen and make it larger if I need to. So, so I'm glad you brought that up because that's that is my number one issue with this service is they don't have that uh, show full pay like when you're doing because pan- I love panel by panel mode. I would prefer to read everything in panel by panel mode, and this one this one service uh, doesn't have that full page. You can the way it is on Comicsology, you can either do it upon entry or upon exit. Either way, you can set it so that it shows the the, the whichever way you want. And this yeah, this doesn't have it all. I I complained about this when they first launched DC Universe two years ago. Uh, all the admins got back to me like, oh yeah, that's a great point. We'll look right into it. I brought it up several times. <laughs> I always get the same response. I'm pretty sure I finally figured out why they don't have it. I think it's because it would mess up their autoplay f- feature. Uh, and uh, we we can talk about the autoplay feature just well. I will. I guess we'll hear the the, uh, the idea behind the autoplay feature is it's panel by panel mode, but it, you set a time of like I don't know five seconds, ten seconds, whatever your reading speed is, or depending on whether it's a, a Bronze Age comic full of words or a modern age comic with like five words. But you can set your speed, and it will show you a panel, and then automatically move to the next one, which is a feature they really really promoted for people that wanted to watch this on their television. Uh, you know, in uh, your case, you could slap you know take your laptop, throw an HDMI cable into your t- you know sixty five inch. TV and watch it on the TV, you know, and do panel by panel and read it that way. So I think that by flipping back to full page, it messes up the autoplay. But for me, I love seeing the full page. I want to go panel by panel and then see the full page to understand how the layout worked. Mm. And, and when you go panel by panel, it really forces you to study the art in every single panel. And when you're reading something by an amazing artist, it's it's glorious. So I I still read panel by panel, and I, I tend to, like, I'll, I'll go panel, panel, and I'll figure out where the page shift is, and I'll just zoom out so I can see the whole thing. But it's yeah. a bit of a pain on this in this system, yeah. whereas Marvel Unlimited and Comixology come standard. Yeah, I thought the autoplay was the most useless feature, but you've explained, you know, it could be useful if you don't want to have the incredible experience of touching your tablet every every time you want to see the next panel. So I have friends that love this feature and they love oh. watching it on their big screen TVs. And I guess I guess you know they're like, yeah, man, re- Dark Knight Returns on a sixty inch sixty five inch TV panel by panel is the best thing ever. I'm like, well, it's kind of hard to argue with that. Picturing them with their withered hands like Davros. <laughs> Just a quick update. Uh, Paul and I actually recorded this whole episode quite a while ago, but since that recording, I uh, learned a little bit more information. For example, you know, we talked quite a bit there about panel-by-panel panel mode and wanting to see the full page. Well, it turns out that in the latest version of the DC Universe Infinite app that's available on the Google Play Store, they have this function now. It's listed as beta, uh, and unfortunately, it's not available on the Apple iOS versions yet. So if you have an iPad or an iPhone or you're reading on the computer uh, through a web browser, it's not there yet. But if you are using an app that came through the Google Play Store, you can just go to Settings, and then under Panel by Panel, there's an option you can check called Show Full Page on Entry and Exit of Last Panel Beta. So I turned that on, and yeah, it's fantastic. When I'm reading a comic, it goes to a new page, I see the full page, I swipe, then I get to read panel by panel for the whole page, and when I finish, it shows the whole page again. So it gives you a chance to read panel by panel, but you also see the full layout so you can really see what the artist was intending. And I love that. It makes me very happy. One more quick update. You know, we talked about DC Universe Infinite exclusives and things like that, and we didn't really have a lot other than, like, Batman Fortnite. Well, turns out, just this week, uh, they've launched a new one. It's Harlequin, the animated series, the Eat, Bang, Kill Tour. It's a, <laughs> it's a new comic that takes place uh, right between the second and third season of the Harlequin animated series. And right now, at the time of this uh, release, exclusively, it is only available on the DC Universe Infinite app. You can't buy it through Comixology right now. You can't buy it physically. Uh, if you're a member of the DC Universe Infinite program, you can read it on the app. 
Otherwise, you're going to have to wait till September 1st to buy it digitally through like Comixology or whatever, or September 14th to get a physical copy. So, hey, that's a pretty cool benefit for DC Universe Infinite subscribers. And I got to say, I read the comic on the day of release, by the way, and it's freaking hilarious. I love the Harley Quinn animated series, and this issue feels very much in that vein. All right, I now return you to your previously recorded podcast. So uh, I, I will mention two more functionality issues before we get into like what we actually read. So ha- have you ever run into this problem where uh, I, like I'll click the thumbnail button where you see the thumbnails of all the pages? Like you'll see, sh- you'll see all twenty pages on one screen. Sometimes yep. they get into a weird loading loop, and it might just be the app problem on my tablet. But it, like it just gets stuck and just keeps loading and loading until finally it, like loads the same twenty two pages like fifty times. So it's showing you hundreds of pages, but it's really only a twenty two page comic. Is that happening? No, no, I haven't seen that i've had a problem where you'll be looking at page five and you go to page six and suddenly it's showing you page three um, and then you go to the thumbnail and it says it's showing you page six but i've found that just closing it and then reopening it the reloading the page tends to fix it so <laughs> but that happens occasionally so if something doesn't load and usually it's your internet in that case is like yeah if, if something just fails to not to come through i do love the error message that comes up it's a giant picture of alfred in the uh, like batman animated series style basically saying whoops something's going wrong here sir and I, I just adore that i see it more often yeah. than i'd like to uh but again that's as an internet problem i think i'm on that side of the house for me yeah i've never seen that probably because i watch it through the, the website oh there you go yeah yeah and, and i do have to brag uh you know when you when you select a comic and you say you select a series when you say All right, i want to read you know superman or something like that and you go to the series and it tells you like right here it says action comics 2016 superstar writer brian michael bendis brings his groundbreaking run of the man of steel to a close you know that tells you what's happening happening there in the story. Yep. And I actually helped contribute, or I contributed, I should say, to the Fury of Firestorm New 52 description. Uh, one of the folks who works for the DC apps, a buddy of mine, he reached out to me and he said, hey, uh, what do you think about this? So I put together a couple descriptions and he shot those off to the editor and they used some of my phrases for that description. Unfortunately, it's the New 52 version, so it's nothing to brag yeah. about. Did it say disappointing crap? Or? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's about what I wrote, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's do the fun part here. So we're going to talk about what we've read, what are we going to read, things like that. Uh, you uh, you want to go first? Yeah, yeah. Well, we can into that. We can bounce back and forward if you like. Okay. Uh, the first thing I read on the app, and that's the first reason I got it, was um, you, you may be familiar with my podcast, DCOCD. I had to talk about Convergence, and mm. uh, there is, uh, it's safe to say, a shit ton of content for that. And it's <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I could buy it all on Comixology or I could buy all the trades, but instead I got the app and I read it all. Uh, and that was good because those are things I enjoyed reading but do not want to own, which is a really important thing to say when you're looking at this app. That is true. That's very true. Yeah, because you, you, your, your money sunk. The, the 75 bucks is sunk. So taking yeah. the time to read stuff that you're not going to buy makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so that was the first thing I did all through Convergence. Now, the other thing, and this is where you and I will differ considerably, was I finished reading all of Injustice because uh, that is the video game tie-in that no one expected to be good. Turned out to be very good. Had some beautiful characterization. Um, At some fantastic moments, you need to read it. I recommend you would enjoy it. The only thing about the the comic, and I think most people don't have this problem, but you and I probably will, is the comic gets to a point and just stops and you go, oh, what happens here? And apparently everything is in the game at that point. (laughs) 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 Which I won't play and I don't care about, so... 
I, I played it a couple times just simply in the combat mode. My, my stepson owned it, and so we would fight and punch each other and have fun and or whatever. But like, I, I never knew the story behind it. I think Superman goes evil or something like that. So I've heard yeah. the comic's quite good. Ryan Daly liked it. I know a lot of people really enjoyed it and said it was a big shocker. Yeah, I mean, the thing that's good about it is it is. I mean, it's definitely Elseworlds, but it can take. Um, sort of the most classic version of a character and just run with that without having to explain, okay, why have we got um, Ted Cord Be- Blue Beetle here and mm. things like that. I mean, there's a few characters that have a, you know, their role is a bit of disservice to them if you like the character, but uh, generally it's a really good read. And like, for instance, it's some of the best Green Arrow stuff I've ever read. So in there. Really? Yeah. And Green Arrow forms a special friendship with Harley Quinn, which is, you know, really interesting. So mm. Okay. Things yeah. So I, I will share the first thing I read on the app uh, was really leaning into type, but I read Aquaman Time and Tide, the four issue ah. Peter David miniseries. I ha- of course, I have it in long boxes. I think I've got some that are signed by some of the people, but I, was, I wanted to read it and I didn't feel like getting up. And I'm like, I want to start with that. And it made me happy to read that again. I've got a letter in there. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know they did letters in a four issue miniseries, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's one of the things. There's no letter pages, which is, I I think is sad. Well, you know, it's a trade-off, you know. It's a, actually, I've seen a few letter pages. Uh, I don't remember what it was. Uh, some of the issues here, a couple of them have it. It just depends on how it was digitized. So, and that, that ties into this. So, let me ask you. Do you have any idea how many comics you've read on the app? No idea. Uh, I haven't had it that long. I have been tracking how many digital comics I've read this year. And I'll just tell you that right now. And it's 416 so far, but some of them will be Marvel. So Wow! That's a lot. Okay. So, because I, I, I keep track of everything I read on the Marvel app and the DC app because I, I'm a miser and a money a penny pincher <laughs> and things, and I want to know if I'm getting my money's worth. So, over the last two years with the DC app, I have read 400 issues, which you read in, apparently in just a few months. But anyway, I read 400 issues on the DC app. And so, I did the math on this. I got a special discount on the app the first year, and then I paid the full 75 the second year. So, uh, basically, it all worked out to, of those 400 issues, I paid 34 cents per issue uh, to read these comics, which I feel like is a heck of a deal. Now, Professor Allen would turn up his nose at that, because that's above 25 cents. But 34 cents an issue, I feel pretty good about that. Mm, yeah. And uh, now, I, I like like you, my Marvel tracking is in a different place. I actually keep track in a Google Doc spreadsheet. Uh, that's how uber nerdy I am, because like, I also don't ever remember, because I read a lot of different stuff at the same time. So I might be reading JSA and Justice League and you know T- Titans, and I, I can never remember where I leave off. So I, I type in literally the issues I read in and how many and all that, so I can add it all up at the end of the year. That's how nerdy I am. I, uh-huh. That would be nice if DC could tell you what you've read, though. Yeah, yeah, it'd be good if it tracked it all. Yeah. All right, so yeah. just do it. Do your list, man. Tell me everything you've read. <laughs> okay, I have the deluxe hardcovers of Tom King's Batman run, So, and they released four of those, and then they stopped. And inexplicably, um, it could be something to do with Dan DiDio leaving, but I don't think they're going to release the last two. Um, so I read the conclusion of that run. So I read up to 75, which, uh, yeah, has the death of Alfred spoilers. Um, ah! and <laughs> yeah, and I'm glad I read it that way because I'm not sure they were that good compared to the rest of it. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I read all of Rebirth Suicide Squad just to see what the fuss was about. And uh, yeah, that was written by, I think it's Robbie Williams, the, uh, no, 
Isn't Robin. that a singer? Yeah, that is a singer. Hang on. <laughs> Cut that out. Oh, it's, I'm it's leaving that by, in. <laughs> oh, you bastard. It's uh, written by one of the Judge Dredd guys, and, you know, it's okay. It's not my Suicide Squad, which, uh, yeah. Anyway, I read along with a couple of podcasts. Uh, so, Batman and the Outsiders, uh, I read along with that. And the All-Star Squadron. Also on my list, by the way. Yeah, uh, I read along with that. And at the moment, I'm just finishing up the Bender stuff, so... I have a lot of that already in hardcover, but I stopped. Uh, I waited for the next hardcovers, and then I um, didn't wait and just read them on the app. And I just finished Action Comics the other day, and Superman's about to finish. And I'm going to read Young Justice because that sort of is a companion run, and probably the Legion relaunch as well. So. Oh, okay. You know, the Legion <laughs> relaunch is uh, something I've been wanting to check out. I didn't even think about that. That's on the app. That's a good point. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's the problem. There's so much on there. It's really hard to organize these to go okay now i'm going to read this and so i tend oh. to try and write them down so this is my goal i want to try and get through these series so oh i'm going to talk about how to organize this is one of the beauties of this app actually <laughs> there's an organization tool embedded in this thing which is fantastic so uh, i'll just quickly shoot through some of mine so i a lot of my reading has been for podcasts like stuff i had to do for shows so i've read a lot of aquaman issues i've read a lot of firestorm issues i've read a lot of justice league of america justice league america justice league europe you kind of get there's a repeating theme there yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All-Star Comics, All-Star Squadron. And then there's a lot of special episode stuff like Blackest Night when we did that JL May, which none of us will ever forgive. Uh, <laughs> Infinite Crisis, Day of Vengeance. Uh, I read a ton of Scooby-Doo team-up comics, which, by the way, are awesome. They are some of my favorite things I've read on the app. They're amazing. Uh, some Nightwing and Birds Prey. Do you remember the Adam Strange Planet Heist? That was a fantastic miniseries that came out around yep, 2005. Yep. I hadn't reread that in years. I didn't feel like digging yep. through the 49 long boxes, so read it there. Uh, Ran Thanagar War, a bunch of Green Lantern Corps, uh, Just League Classified for the Just League Detroit stories, and some House of Mystery. So a lot of strange stuff for podcasts, a lot of weird one-off kind of things, and had a lot of fun with it. Now, as far as what I've read the most of, like for just pure enjoyment, I, I, I went on a binge and read a whole bunch of the, the New Titans, like the Titans Hunt era. I read a bunch oh, of New right. Titans and Team Titans and Deathstroke. Again, these are rereads. These are stuff I've already read. 32 issues, just in a, in a matter of days, burned through it. The acronym Legion, I hadn't read those in years. I read like 15 issues of those. I am currently re rereading the JSA 2000s run, you know, the Jeff Johns era. Between oh, that, okay, yeah. Oh, I'm, it is uh, so stinky. And good. Uh, between, yeah, that's like, on my list to read. Yeah, it's so good. Between you know the 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 JSA returns and the specials and the JLA appearance, all that. I'm I'm up to like 42 issues of that already. Stars and Stripe. I'm getting into. Here, here's one. This is a, a little hidden known gem on the app that most people would never think to look for. He Man and Thundercats. <laughs> now on the on the surface you look okay He-Man and ThunderCats clearly a quick cash grab for action figure you know nostalgia it's going to suck I thought it was going to too it was really damn good uh so I highly recommend check out He-Man ThunderCats I don't think you'll be disappointed it was a lot of fun uh upon your recommendation and I'll never forgive you for it I read Justice League Generation Lost um <laughs> that is one that I did not want to pay for so that's that's a good example of one I didn't want to pay for I read 24 issues of that it's and it's it tricks you. It tri it starts off really strong, and by the end, it's complete garbage. So, um, I reread the DC retroactive stuff. Those were lots of fun. I read some Just League United and some Booster Gold. The Jeff Johns time traveling ones was fun. And I read not the Convergence series itself, but I read a whole bunch of the miniseries, which are very enjoyable. Uh, and yes, you could hear about that on DC OCD. Uh, basically, anything tied to Earth Two, I read all. I reread all those Convergence crossovers, and those were a lot of fun. Really enjoyed it. And I read. I've read lots of 
random stuff. You know, like uh, I'll, something will come up you know, on the on the homepage. We'll talk about that in a minute. Like a Superman thing that looks okay. I don't know what that is. I'll read that. Like a Wonder Woman issue showed up on the on the front page the other day with Maxwell Lord. I guess it just got added to the app. I read that. It wasn't very good, but okay. No. I read something called Doom Patrol, uh, the, the 2016 edition that when that came out. Uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, I read some more recent Hawkman stuff that I never thought I'd pick. Again, stuff I would never buy. The more recent Justice League did Dark, which I actually really like the Justice League Dark stuff I read. And then uh, some old, old Green Lantern core I'd never owned. So these are all stuff that you know I wasn't going to pay for, I don't own already, and it was very happy to read. Yeah. yeah. So, what would you what do you what do you plan on reading in the future? All right, I want to complete uh, the Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning Legion run. Mm. So um, they've collected some of that in trades, which I bought because I tend to buy most Legion things, and they never went on with that. So I want to read everything past Legion Lost, I believe it is. So that's a lot of comics, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I want to read that. I want to read the Rebirth Action and Rebirth Superman, the Tomasi and Jurgen stuff. Very, very good. Good things about. I want to go old school and read uh, the original Blue Devil Run and Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. I've never read those. I own a couple of issues from some of them, but uh, yeah, I've never read the whole thing through. I want to read a lot of Jonah Hex from uh, Palmiotti and Gray. Oh, are those Um, on here? I think so. Let's have a look. Oh, there we go. So we'll, we'll, this is live, uh, live looking on the app as we do this. How exciting is this for you at home, hearing us type on a tablet? Mm. The, oh, Jonah Hex. Look at this. Okay. Yep. Sweet. Yep, there. I've always wanted to read yeah, those. The, wow. 70 issues yeah. of Jonah Hex and, uh, and 35 and All-Star all, Western. Yeah. So I've read all the All-Star Westerns. I've never read the Jonah Hexes. That's Aww, great. I want to read them. They only have three issues of Hex. Aww. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I want to read the uh, Venditti uh, Hawkman that you've talked about. I want to I, read that. I've only read a few issues, but I really enjoyed it. It was interesting. Yep, yep. Uh, I run a, want to read the Judd Winnick Green Lantern run, which um, I've hmm. never read. So there's yeah, def- there's some definite highs and lows there. So that's, that's yeah. interesting. Um, inspired by uh, Ange, Doctor Ange, I'd like to go down the Mark Shaw trail and read all the early appearances of Mark Shaw. Um, and I, was I the, love that '90s Manhunter series. Yeah, no, I've got I've, uh, that was '80s. Man. 80s. Sorry. Sorry. Yep. Yeah, no, but I haven't read the early Justice League stuff with him, um, so that will be interesting. Amethyst. I've never read Amethyst. So I'd like mm. to read Amethyst. Okay. And Wasteland. Wasteland is a, a highly regarded series that uh, has just started to appear on the app, so I'd like to read through that. That was uh, John Ostrander and yep. uh, Del Close, the yep. uh, actor. Hmm. The improv. Very, very his, his, like, his improv uh, mentor. Yeah. I know him from The Untouchables as the sleazy lawyer and the crazy priest from the remake of The Blob. How interesting. Okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah, so the other things I want to read, and but there's there's a ton more. Like, that is the tip of the iceberg that I've only just, you know, quantified at this point. But, you know, I will be, I will read things till I die, I reckon. So I'm going to mention here something I was going to say for later, but this, this is one of the beauties of this app right here. And this is how I have separated what I want to read. There is a feature on this one that I, Marvel doesn't have, as, as far as I know, it, which allows you to create lists. You can save so it's called a save function and with the save function you can uh, save a specific issue or you can save an entire series or you can save a collection which we'll be talking about a little bit as well Mm. but either way you can save these things and then you can create custom lists 
So I don't know. Do you do the custom lists? I have done some custom lists. Uh, okay. I did uh, some of the planning ahead for uh, DCOCD. So I put in all the, the Dark Knights metal stuff. Uh, oh, I'm ready. sorry to hear that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's over now, so that's good. Um, <laughs> Is it ever but, really over? <laughs> uh, well, let me say it was better than I expected to be. And I was glad I read it. And I was glad I didn't buy it. So oh, you guys ridiculously that. rated it high on DCOCD. I'm never going to forgive you for that. Uh, there's three of us. It's not just me. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I use the list. Uh, I, I really only maintain a couple of lists, but I have the to read list and then the to um, to reread list. So basically, ones for stuff I'm reading for the first time, and stuff uh, the other ones for stuff I want to read uh, again. So I, I'll, I'll focus mainly here on the stuff that I want to uh, read for the first time. I've heard incredible things about Batman Universe, the miniseries. There, uh, it's supposed to be really, really, really good. So yep, I've, added, yep. I've added that to my list. Batman and the Outsiders from 1985. I've been enjoying the podcast our buddy tim price does but i've never read all of the issues i've read some yep. and i've read like the first 12 first 15 or whatever so but i've got that on my list to, to get in there and finally finish reading all of them i've heard great things about i vampire the series from the new 52 which on the surface sounds like absolutely nothing i want to read but it's been recommended to me by so many people no it's good and one thing the writer josh fialkov is a massive doctor who fan and you can see it entirely steeped in doctor who so he'll enjoy it wow I think they just got moved up in the list. All right. Uh, the Kate, <laughs> the Kate Spencer uh, Manhunter series. I've, I've only ever read the issues that involved Firestorm uh, and Mark Shaw. So I'm looking forward to definitely diving in there and checking that out. Yep. Uh, I've heard great things about Dan DiDio's Metal Men series. I've never read that. So uh, the, the pause in your voice tells me that's probably not so great, but that's okay. I, I haven't read it. I, I just, yeah. Yeah, I haven't read it, so I couldn't say. I love the Metal Men. I adore them. So I, I in fact, on my reread list, there's several Metal Men miniseries as well. So, um, oh, then okay. Shazam: The New Beginning. I've never actually read that in all these years. It's even got you know a Legends tie-in kind of sorta. I've never read Shazam: The New Beginning, so I figure I I should. Was that the one with Mandrake art? Exactly right. Exactly yeah, right. No, I haven't read that either. No. Then I decided to bite the bullet. I've read a lot of the original uh, Fourth World stuff from the seventies, but the one blind spot I have. Is the Forever People. So <laughs> I have added the Forever People and the Jimmy Olsen issues to my queue, and it's it's there. I, I can't promise I'll get to it anytime soon, but it's there. <laughs> I've never read mm. Superman Red Sun. Everyone loves Red Sun. I'm the one guy who hasn't read it, so it's uh, I, I need to get around to that. It's on that list. Again, I love the yeah. custom list. because these are This is a perfect example of why the list works so well, because I saw something like Red Sun. I'm like, oh, I should add that to the list, because if I didn't, I would never remember to go looking for it again. Again, because as mm-hmm. we said, twenty five thousand comics. So the if if you get in the app, use the list. It's wonderful. Uh, the Terrifics is another one that everybody raves about that I still haven't read, and so I added that to the list too, so I don't forget. Looking forward to it. Cool. And uh, the other one I'll mention is Power Girl. I, I've read the first few issues of that uh, two thousand nine Power Girl. You know, Palmiotti and um, yep, yep, yep. and Connor, but I never finished it, so I added that in there. Um, I I've actually used the list as well because I have shared um, my account with a friend of ours who had a nasty car accident and oh. uh, was in hospital for ages. So I actually uh, created a list saying, read these for him. <laughs> Aw, that is incredibly so, kind. 
for you. Yeah, I recommended some stuff to him. I uh, I take back most of the mean things I said about you this morning. Okay. Oh. And uh, my my reread list. I'm not going to bore you guys, but my reread list is just this giant list of stuff uh, that I've read, ranging anywhere. And most of it's in the 80s and 90s, pretty much. Really, is what it is uh, of stuff that I loved in the 80s and 90s. And I'm like, oh, I want to go back and reread. You you. I'll just mention like Young Justice. You mentioned that. Yeah, it's on there because I want to reread Young, Ju- Young Justice along so many other things. So it's a great feature. I love the lists. Can I recommend another one for you? No. I'll go on. Starfire. The um, Oh, I've heard good things about that. The DCU Starfire run is very good. So See, folks, here's what I'm doing. I'm looking up Starfire right now because, you know, it's Starfire. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Got to go to comic series, 12 issues for Starfire. And I am going to click the plus button for save. And I'm going to add it to my read for the first time list. And it's added. Boom. Just like that. So mm, thanks, Paul, for that recommendation. No worries. So, all right. We've talked about what we have read. We've talked about stuff we'd like to read. What are some maybe hidden gems or stuff that we really think is great that we want to recommend to people at home? Yeah, um, I'll go straight away. I would recommend that people, uh, well, read Young Heroes in Love. It's a series no one read. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's really good. That. Yeah, it's a cute little series. Um, it's aged very well as far as its gender politics and stuff. It's, um, yeah, it's smart and it's fun. It's got gorgeous art and it's 17 issues, I think, and a zero issue. So they, oh, no, a one million issue. So, um, and all of them are very enjoyable. So, and uh, just a, a little cul-de-sac of DC's past that uh, not many people have ever explored but that's a good one i always recommend like there's things i think that are just brilliant comics and i just hope that other people have given them the time that they deserve and one of those is hitman hitman by uh, Garth Ennis and okay. McRae. yeah i hear it in your voice you've never read it obviously i haven't so. i haven't no but yeah. I, everyone loves it yeah um it's probably too smart for you but uh you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's totally fair <laughs> that's really good um suicide squad the original john ostrander suicide squad if you've never read that um what are you doing with your life really so agreed yeah, i would agreed yeah i want people to read that and there's there's all sorts of stuff like deceased you don't want to buy deceased it looks uh, all you know tough and toxic and weird don't buy it just read it on the app how about that so yeah it, it's fun. It's really well done. It's good. There's a reason Tom Taylor is going to write everything, and that's where it happens. What would you recommend to people? I had a hard time with this category because for, for me, it's more about what what you loved already. Because again, I, for the most part, I'm rereading stuff. So for me, it's like, hey, what did you love in the 90s or the 80s that just brought you joy that you haven't read in 30 years? And while you may love it, you probably don't actually remember it. So again, rereading. You mentioned Blue Devil. That's a great one. The coloring is not so great. The Digital coloring on Blue Devil and Firestorm, they kind of screwed up. It's almost like they went after my favorites. <laughs> but that's that's a great one. You know, like the the Titans Hunt. That was something that you don't want to buy a trade paperback of. You don't want to dig out the boxes. Just sit and enjoy it, you know? Right now, the thing bringing me the biggest joy is, is reading the JSA series. I mean, it's so fantastic. And it's something that, you know, it's a big project. But maybe you, you, you haven't read it or maybe you haven't read it in a long time. It's worth doing. Our Man. There's a fantastic series. The one from 1999. The Tom Payer written Our Man series not one that a lot of people read it's absolutely fantastic if yeah, you're that, yep. oh yeah if you are a justice league international fan i don't know why you might be and you've never read the more <laughs> recent stuff like formerly known as the justice league or i can't believe it's not the justice league that's out there on the app read them there uh, yeah. there's an, 
another series that I really enjoy that not many people read called JLA Incarnations. I don't know if you remember that. It was a seven-issue series by John Oxford. Yeah. Uh, by, by your silence, I'm guessing you didn't like it. That's okay. <laughs> no, I've never, re- I've never read it. I actually want oh, okay. to read it. So yeah. I enjoy it. it. Basically, each issue, they focus on a different era of the Justice League. And like, you know, there's a Justice League Detroit issue that's really, really, really good. There's a Justice League International issue that's very, very good. So it's a lot of interesting stuff in that regard. Uh, DC Universe Legacies. This was uh, a 10-issue series. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Here's why Legacies is so good. Because, first of all, it's, it's written by Len Wein, so duh, it's good. It's got great art as well. But what it is, it is a snapshot of the history of the DC Universe about 15 seconds before Flashpoint happened. So if you love the pre-New 52 DC Universe, this is a celebration of that post-crisis universe right before it all ended. And so it's a great way to revisit that period. So that's a great one that's out there. James Robinson's Starman, if you've never read that, or if you have, read it again. It's fantastic. So, uh, again, there's pretty much anything that you love is out here. Again, 25,000 comics. I, I don't want to sit here and try and name everything because there's just too much to do. But uh, so much so much you will find. So, again, take the seven-day trial if you're nervous. So, we're going to get into how the app itself, perhaps? Yeah. Um, now, you'll have to speak more about this because I can't use the app. So, Well, how, maybe you can tell me how different it is when you log in on, on the on the computer because I'll describe what it looks like on the app and then you tell me if you see the same things. Like basically when you log in, you get like a, a rotating header like you do on most pages trying to advertise the recent stuff, whatever. But then the first thing is a dive back in section, which is basically showing you all the issues that you've read recently and you can just click on it and pick up on the next issue or where you left off. And I, I assume that's there on the computer version or not. Uh, yep, yep, it's there. Okay. Then you see the latest releases. That's the stuff that's just been added to the app. So most of it is going to be the stuff that you know was published six months ago or digital first three months ago or, like you mentioned, uh, Wasteland, something older, obscure that they didn't have before is, is added to the system. So that's always great. Then you've got trending series. So I guess... There's a couple areas where there's something called trending series and another called most read series. I don't know what the difference is between these two. I mean, how <laughs> how could you differentiate between trending and and, and most read? I think basically this, this is curated content. I think they're like, okay, yeah. we really want people to read Static Season 1. Put it up there, that kind of thing. <laughs> so uh, that, that's those. And then you, there's a whole category for the digital first. Uh, they claim there's new issues daily, which is really nice. So these are ones that, uh, again, that uh, DC published digitally. They didn't do. Uh, do they ever collect these as published stuff uh physically yeah no um like represent has been coming out digitally but they've just started to appear in the comic shops with issues so they're collecting two issues in one um two digital issues become one issue in the shops gotcha that was the same way scooby-doo team up was as well okay that makes sense yeah and then you get into uh staff picks which is again they're just popular series and again the way it works is it'll show you like it'll say like green arrow longbow hunters and it says tells you there's three issues you click it and you see the three issues and you can just start off reading from there yeah, they had um, they had John Byrne Doom Patrol in the staff picks one day, and I was just wondering what's up with that. That that was an intern who got fired. So, <laughs> uh, and then you get into what I find a little more interesting, which is like the curated content, which is in in this case now we're recording this full disclosure early July, and uh, the showcase here is about DC Universe Pride celebrating uh, Gay Pride Month, and so there's a whole section here on LGBTQ creators, heroes, villains of the DC Universe. So it's it shows you a whole bunch of series that are available that involve again creators heroes or villains that fall in the community which is pretty cool 
Hmm. And then you get a whole series of other curated content. You want to kind of describe, Paul, what we're seeing here? Yeah, so they've got uh, Essential DC Storylines, which recommends uh, hard-traveling heroes with Greenland and Green Arrow. And then there's The Return of Barry Allen, which is uh, a pretty good story, uh, assuming it's the one I'm thinking of. Um, some- <laughs> He's come back a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Some Swamp Thing, Crisis on Infinite Earths, the Ju- Ju- uh, Morrison Justice League, uh, Dark Knight Returns. And then there's a section on uh, some of the interesting things in Gotham City. Before we move on, yes. I want to say about the essential DC stories, Don, that's just what's showing on the front page. There's a whole bunch yeah. of other ones. And the nice thing is this is this is collected in an interesting way. It's not just like uh, where, where the hard-traveling heroes, you go there, okay, you're just going to see the Greenland Grenero issues. But if you go to like the Crisis one, it, it not only shows you Crisis, it shows you all the tie-ins as well. So it's actually showing you the whole storyline regardless of what comic book series it appeared in, which is really nice. And when you read it, um, it works that well as well. Like if you read Crisis issue number, uh, you know, tie-in issue of All-Star Squadron or something, and you finish it, it doesn't push you to the next issue of All-Star Squadron. It pushes you to the next issue in that collection. So it might push you yeah. over to, you know, Amethyst or whatever. So it's, it's nicely done. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's one for Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman and then a talent spotlight. So you can focus on this time. They're focusing on uh, Grant Morrison, Mariko Tamaki, uh, James Tinian IV and Gene Lewin Yang. And oh, you should read um, Superman Smashes the Clan. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've heard good things. <laughs> yeah. And there's talent spotlight on Jim Lee. Uh, which is just a lot of covers, I imagine. I was going to say, that one's misnamed, probably. It says talent. <laughs> so this is one of my few criticisms of the app. The, the talent spotlight's nice because you go in there and you see a lot of issues from the character. But one of the things I wish, when you were to open an issue, again, I'm looking at Grant Morrison, I go to Doom Patrol, because apparently he wrote that book for a while or something out here. Uh, yeah. It shows you a bunch of issues. Well, here it actually shows you all the Doom Patrol, including the Paul Kupperberg, which doesn't really make sense. But you know, when you're in a, a Grant Morrison issue, I wish that his name was hyper linked so you could click it and you could actually look at all creators yeah that would be a nice feature is if the creators were hyperlinked and you could click them and then you'd be able to see everything they're associated with that's that i wish that's a that's a that's a opportunity missed i think yeah they need a knowledge manager with good metadata skills yeah. there so what's after the talent showcase? Get to know your favorite characters. So um, this is where they do a little get to know section. So they've got uh, Poison Ivy, Alan Scott, Midnighter and Apollo, Crush. So a little bit of July, uh, June pride here going on. Batwoman, uh, John Constantine, etc. So when you click on those, it brings up some of the key storylines for those pe- uh, characters and uh, things you should possibly read. Yeah, like uh, the Alan Scott one, it's got some all-star comics from Golden Age and All-Star Squadron, America vs. JSA, going all the way up to Earth 2. So lots of neat stuff. I, I find the curated content really interesting. All right, so uh, that's the home screen. That's what you see on the home screen. Then do you? I assume you have uh, the ability to go to a listing of all the comics, where you see all the comics in a big A through Z listing. I haven't discovered that or haven't looked for it. So, oh, wait, the, if you click on the, the multiple lines that are over on the right, it says all comics, and you can click on that. There you go. It is one of the mm. most jumbled, unfortunate pages in existence. Uh, it lists, in this case, 1,314 comic book titles, not individual issues, but titles, like, you know, Action Comics, which has 462 issues in yeah. it. So it's everything all at once, which is, like, incredibly difficult to navigate. And the search function, which they have yeah. a search function, isn't so great 
either. So it could use a little help there. But on this comic screen, there's it's segmented. You can see all comic series. You can see storylines, the get to know, the showcase. So all stuff that we already saw on the homepage, we saw like a little sampling of some of the you know essential storylines. Here you click the storylines and you get to see all the different ones they've collected, which is tons and tons and tons of these. You know, Batman White Knight, uh, Superman for All Seasons, uh, uh, Doomsday Clock, uh, Man of Steel by Michael Bendis, <laughs> Final Crisis, you know, Final Crisis, Give Yourself Headaches, Legends, Batman Year Zero. So it just goes on and on and on. All these storylines they've collected, which is really, really handy to, again, if you want to follow a story. I really like that. I think I'm impressed with that. Hmm. So uh, have you have you had much experience with the curated sections? Have you gone in and said, okay, I'm going to read Dark Knight Metal or something like that and followed through there? Or did you just look it all up yourself? Uh, you know, I did use it for metal. So it guided me through all the issues, um, and which was pretty useful because I was trying to do that for the podcast, of course. Um, but generally, I haven't just wandered. Like I, I, you know, knowing my comics, I tend to have an agenda for what I want to read. So I'm not just wandering through, you know, letting hoping they'll show me something I want to read generally. But yeah, it did work well with metal because it's you know it put the crossovers in order like the tie-in issues and things like that so i I tend to be the same i I tend to be destination reader like i've got it in my mind i want to read something so i look it up specifically but uh i I do find it interesting when you know once in a while there'll be something on the front page that i'll see curated content i'm like oh i haven't thought of that series in 20 years i should read that yeah and i just this moment discovered accidentally (laughs) something (laughs) that's still in here that i didn't know where you can get a specific character almost like a, a wikipedia page on certain characters. Like what happened was I went to the comic storyline of Event Leviathan, something that I know a guy who really praised it on OCD and I have no intention of reading it. But (laughs) at the bottom of that, there is a listing of all the key characters. When you click in there, I clicked on Robin and it actually has like almost like a Wikipedia page on Robin. It talks about who he is and all this stuff and the overview, his origin, powers and abilities. And then there's a tab for related content. Uh, You click that and you get a bunch of related comic book series, which is pretty cool. I didn't even know that was embedded in here. Look at that. I should explore more. Mm, I didn't know that either. So then the, the next major page, at least in the app, again, I assume you can get to that as well, is uh, on My DC, uh, which gives you your specific lists. It shows you all the stuff that you put in your list or uh, your library, which shows your recent comic history and stuff like that. Again, I cannot stress enough the custom lists uh, for fit you where you can favorite collections or specific issues or series. It's so awesome. I, have, I wish Marvel had something like this. Marvel has re- like a, a library where you just throw everything, but here you can segment. You could have a million different lists if you you want like oh I'm gonna have my Titans reread or my X Men or I guess you're not gonna have X Men in this but your Justice League reread or whatever <laughs> it's all here. Yep, yeah, um, it's great for rereading along with uh, or reading along with podcasts like uh, yeah. So World on Fire, the All Star Squadron podcast, I've been reading along with them using this feature. So oh, it's fantastic, and that's a great show too, by the way. So have you? D- so you said you read everything streaming. So you've never tried to do the downloads. I can't do the downloads. So. Oh, okay, because the computer. That <laughs> There's would make no sense. option for it. Yep, that makes sense. Yep. They don't want you to steal it for a computer. That makes sense. Uh, in my case, I've done the downloads before. Uh, I had some problems with it on the DC Universe app. Uh, I have not run into those same problems since it became DC Universe Infinite. Either they have fixed those problems or I just got lucky or whatever. But uh, yeah, it works out. You just you know download your tablet, you're getting on a plane, throw it in airplane mode, and boom, you're off to the races with whatever you download. It's, it works really, really well. Mm, so uh, there's an, there's a few more functions they promote here in the app, but aren't necessarily embedded in the app, such as uh, the community and the shop. 
The shop is exactly what you think it is. You just go off to a web page. It's not even in the app. Even though it's in the app, you click it, and it just opens a browser. And you go to a shop, and it just has a bunch of DC merchandise. You can buy mugs and coffee coffee mugs or shirts or whatever, statues, things like that, uh, which used to be integrated with the old app, and they actually got reward points for all that stuff. Okay, that's a thing of the past. That's sad, but whatever. So you can go to the shop. The other thing is the community. Now, this is basically, uh, again, not embedded in the app. You click it, and it takes you to a web page. So it's outside of the app. But it is uh, basically a message board, old-school message board, that they have very carefully curated to make sure it's very positive and doesn't get very toxic, which is pretty cool. Uh, do you use the community option at all, ever? I do not, know. I am. Um, Twitter is my community. <laughs> <laughs> which is very, very sad, because that's a... Very wretched hive of scum and villainy so i used the community option early on when it was dc universe because i was using it to submit you know uh web uh, app fixes and things like that and also just getting out there and seeing what people are talking about i haven't used it since it became dc universe so uh infinite so what i did was i reached out to a buddy of mine jose rivera who is a big time supporter of the dc apps and he loves the community feature and i asked him i said hey what do you feel like uh, works great in community so he says he's been using it since it began with dc universe he says he mainly uses it to talk about older comics and like current films and TV and stuff like that. And one of the things he really likes about it is the community fans he gets to interact with and the moderators are all very, very cool. And so that's nice to have a positive place to go on the internet, unlike Paul's Twitter, which, by the way, for now, it'll be now called Paul's <laughs> Twitter. Uh, now, this is something that's cool. This is back in the DC Universe days, not DC Infinite. So, But they actually would send out random care packages to people on the community who were posting who went above and beyond or engaging with other fans. And Jose wow. actually got a package from DC Universe. And he was really touched because it showed that they cared about their online community. And, and uh, like me, he said, it, the, the only real complaint is that the community is not embedded as part of the app anymore. It's Again, it's an external web page. Maybe it makes it easier for them to manage or load. I don't know exactly the reasons for making it separate. But uh, that's, you know, as he said, if that's the only complaint I've got, that's pretty good. So yeah, thank you, Jose, for the feedback on that. I really, really appreciate it. Hmm. So, is there anything else that you feel like Marvel or Comicsology has over the DC app? Um, or vice versa? Does DC have it better than those? Well, the Comicsology has the creator search and it has a wish list function, which I guess we're replicating because we're not buying yeah. things. Yeah. It, I find Comicsology is much more geared around, you know, the sort of downloading and preserving and, you know, having everything in your library. So this is kind of nice because your lists can, you know, be as long as you want or as short as you want in never keeping track of everything that was ever on your list, which I mm-hmm. quite prefer. So, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I haven't seen much that is different between them. I'm kind of in the same camp. Uh, I feel like um, the the, re- the reading experience, there's, there's another aspect too of panel to panel, by the way, which is some human being has to program the panel by panel yeah. view, where they have to say, go to this panel, to this panel, to this panel, which isn't always necessarily as easy as you think it is. And so uh, put, put a comic book in the hands of someone who's never read a comic before, and believe me, you'll find out just how hard it is to figure out what panel to go to next. Yeah. And in this case, sometimes they don't get programmed right. And someone sa- tells it to go to the wrong panel, or as you said, page three to page six or whatever. So I find the comicsology is probably th- consistently the best with getting the panels correct. But then I would say DC is right behind it, because Marvel has quite a few that I find where the panel by panel doesn't go to the right places. So that, that's a plus for DC, that they do pretty well with that. And I do think the lists really helps put the DC app ahead of some of the others, because again, you can have as many lists as you want, and you you can really get very granular. You know, let's say yeah. you just want to do a, a P 
Peter David reread and you slap all his stuff in there. You know, whatever. You can make it however you want. It's not just one big fat list and you got to figure out where everything is. Yeah. That would be a lovely feature, though, if you could um, create a list and then have it available for other people to look at the way Spotify Ooh. does. That, that would be good. That would so be very cool. Yeah. A recommended reading list if you wanted to follow, you know, everything to do with Ambush Bug or something like that. Nice. That's very cool. Well, mm. folks, I, I want to hear what you guys think. You know, uh, go out to our website, firewaterpodcast.com, and this is under the Firewater Presents feed or FW Presents feed, and share your thoughts. Tell us what you love about the DC Universe app, maybe why you, you, do, you do subscribe, maybe tell us why you don't subscribe, or the things you love about it or things you wish it had. I'd be interested to hear y'all's feedback. So, uh, Paul, if you had to pick one thing that you love the most about the DC app, what would you pick? Uh, I would pick the just the solid collection of 80s comics that's in there. So, you know, 80s in particular, that's when I started reading comics. And so a lot of things from there um, haven't been, you know, collected fully. So it's just fantastic that you can go, okay, let's, you know, for instance, Blue Devil, let's do Blue Devil. And then you can read all the Blue Devils. And then you can, you know, follow the character into, uh, you know, uh, what was his team that he had? Shadow Pack. <laughs> Shadow Pact, yeah, you can go read all of Shadow Pact after that. You know, that's fantastic. And it's like, I don't know, it's like a wonderful library that is, you know, it, there are some things missing. And, uh, you know, upfront with that, there's a few mini series and things that aren't in there, but it is growing. You know, they are putting more stuff in every week and hopefully more and more obscure stuff will go in. But, um, yeah, it's just fantastic to have the resource. And, it, I mean, it saves me money uh, because, you know, mm -hmm. I do buy new comics and occasionally I'll go, you know, like last week I read Checkmate number one and thought, I quite like this, but I'm not going to buy it all. So I'm going to read it on the app and wait, you know, six months for the rest of it to come out. And then I'll be able to read it monthly like a normal person. So, you know, and there's other th things where I've, you know, got a full run of things on my shelves and then I haven't been able to keep up with buying the collections, but I can still reread them. And it also frees me up to sell stuff um, and I'm not losing the ability to read them anymore. So I can, mm. you know, if this issue is super hot and I decide I want to cash in on that, I can still read it whenever I want. I can, you know, get rid of the first appearance of Deathstroke and still, you know, read that comic whenever I need to. Not that I ever will, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's a great I thought of it. And, and as far as freeing you up, as far as buying current stuff, I mean, if you think about it, a normal comic's what, three ninety nine nowadays? Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. If so, you're lucky. <laughs> right, okay, that's fair. So we'll say three ninety. let's say you buy the cheapest DC comics you can find for three ninety nine. If you were to buy 19 comics in a year, okay, that's in a year. That means like barely one comic a month uh, for three ninety nine. That's the same price as this, and you get oh, 25,000 comics. So the price is dirt cheap for the, for the access. It's fantastic. And if yep. I had to pick one thing, and thanks for asking, by the way, uh, that I love <laughs> most about the DC app, it was, it's the same thing. It's it's the breadth of the library. 25,000 DC books. I love the DC universe. It is where I find my joy. It's where I find my happiness. And being able to access all of them at my fingertips anytime, whether it's stuff that's sitting in the garage that I don't want to go dig out or something that I never would be able to I'm not. I'm never going to find a copy of Action Comics number one, you know, but it's all right there. And I have access to it all the time. And I absolutely love that. It brings me so much joy. So, Paul, this has been fantastic. I've really enjoyed talking about this. No, I have too, uh, despite the fact that I never ask you the questions you want me to ask you. Is there anything I should have asked you at this point? Uh, why I was an hour and a half late, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> Paul, if people don't like themselves and want to hurt themselves, where could they maybe get more of you on the internet? <laughs> I'm on Twitter at reading underscore Hicks, H-I-X, but I podcast a lot. So uh, everything's on the Waiting for Doom uh, feed and we do Waiting for Doom in theory. Um, <laughs> 
the Doom Patrol. You're literally um, waiting right now. We are literally waiting right now. We have covered every single thing to do with the Doom Patrol in comics and probably waiting for them to announce a new series. And I also do DC OCD, which is on a hiatus, I believe, right now, because uh, we have covered every single DC event in order from uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths until, what did we stop at? We stopped at Event Leviathan. So yes, we're going to wait. Yeah, because we talk about the uh, legacy and impact of a uh, mini uh, an event, and we can't really do that if it's too close to current day. So we need to wait for a bit before we do any more. But there'll be more coming, don't worry. And I do The Gary Show with my friend Mike, where we just talk about our lives and stuff. And... What's the other one? Flanger. Dial F, Dial F for Flanger, where I just interview. It's a chat show. I interview people, so which is fun. Awesome. Well, Paul, you have been a good friend to the network. You've been a good friend to me. And uh, I sincerely appreciate you doing this with us today. This has been a blast. Yeah, I've, I've had fun. So, folks, again, go to our website. Let us know your thoughts. And um, that's going to do it uh, until, I guess, maybe, maybe we should get together in a year or so and say what we've read since then. But until then, Paul, why don't you sign us off? Uh, swipe left. Want to make something of it? <laughs>